0: Hola amiga, welcome back to the Amiga Rice podcast. If you've been following along, you know that I took like a month hiatus, maybe even a little longer. <laughs> uh, there's a story behind that, and I think I'll release an episode about it in a future episode. But today I have a treat for you. If you remember my good friend, Brittany Wilson a former uh, marriage and family therapist, now a podcast host for Morning Mama, and just an incredible friend leader, and um, just sister in Christ that I get to do life with. She, I happened to be on her podcast, on her episode, and she was. we got to talk about... Um, the importance of an invite to church. So I wanted you guys to listen into that episode. So I thought, hey, what a great way to get back into it and back into recording and back into just releasing some new episodes, then inviting my friend's episode on mine. <laughs> so she's going to be the one interviewing me. As we touch on the topic about getting invited to church and what that looked like for me because she was a person who invited me to church and it literally transformed my life. And I know I've talked about it here plenty of times and we got to talk about it a little bit on the episode where she was on talking about marriage and all the things around relationships. But I just thought it was a cool episode to talk about the, the importance of inviting people into faith and into community. I've had some pretty awesome revelation in this last month that I took off and um, had some cool conversations with people about where they're at in their faith and why there's a stereotype against Christians specifically. So I just want to invite you to lean in and take a listen to this episode and go check out Morning Mama podcast as well. She's an incredible host, an incredible leader, like I said, and I know you'll get so much from her podcast as well. So take a listen, enjoy, and let me know what you think.
1: Hi, mama. I hope your day is so glorious. I'm having a good one. My brain is a little fried. It's been kind of nonstop this weekend, like thing after thing, after thing, after thing. (laughs) But today I'm so, so, so blessed and excited to invite my friend Priscilla onto the podcast. Um, She has been a friend for, gosh, I don't know, a long time now. Um, I guess I became friends with her right after I got married. So about seven years. So she used to be an old coworker and, um, is just, you'll hear, you'll hear her story about how we kind of continued being friends afterwards. But she has such an incredible story, um, of how she came to back to God and how she got back involved in the church. And I think this is such a crucial message for all of us. I know I was uh, thoroughly convicted during her story and inspired and en- encouraged about how I can be more bold in my faith. And I know this is something that God calls us to but can feel so challenging. And so that's why I wanted one of the reasons I wanted to bring her on here. I'm going to bring her back for many more cuz she has so much wisdom and you'll hear all of that too. But I wanted to just get you excited for what God wants to do through you because he wants to use you and it's not as scary as it feels so just lean in today ask the Holy Spirit just to do a work in you and and get excited about how this is going to inspire your faith I just know that God wants to use her story for something in your life so let's do it Okay, mama, as I told you, I am so excited to have my dear, dear friend Priscilla here. She is such a light in my life, truly, Um, such an incredible um, person of faith, such an incredible friend. Uh, She does so many amazing things inside of our church, Um, and she has a podcast too, and she does coaching, so maybe she's your coach. You know, I'm definitely not called to coach everyone, so maybe maybe she's yours. So uh, see how Holy Spirit leads you here. But I'm just so excited to invite her for this conversation. There's literally like endless amounts of um, podcasts her and I could do together, and endless amounts of uh, topics I could have her speak on. So it was really hard to figure out what direction to go. But this we'll start here, and then we'll we'll have her back and um, dig into all the other things that she has to share. But. I'm just so excited to, to share her with you because she is just such an encourager. She's such an incredible listener. She's a deep thinker, just everything you want in a friend, you know, Um, and a coach for that matter. (laughs) So (laughs) anyways, um, yeah, I'm just so excited to have you Priscilla. Thank you for being here and um, taking time out of your day to, to come and yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love for just to introduce you and to, if you want want to tell everyone just a little bit about yourself and your life and and what you're doing right now. And yeah,
0: absolutely. Thank you so much, Brittany. Um, yeah, I just love you so much. This is an honor for me to be able to be on your podcast as I watched you step into that. Um, and so a little bit about me is I am currently, um, just a full-time, marriage and uh, marriage. <laughs> I'm <a laughs> full-time licensed clinical social worker. And so I do therapy is what I meant to say, um, you know, just running a private practice and, um, starting my coaching business and also, you know, spending time, uh, launching my own podcast and and doing all that, which seems still new to me since I just started last year, but I can't believe it's already been like I don't know, six months of that. And, Mm -hmm. um, just seeing the fruit of that is so incredible. So that's a little bit about me and yeah. And church life is just uh, so like such a foundation of, um, where I ground myself and what I'm doing as well. So,
1: so cool. I, I, I always forget, like, I forget one of your hats, you know, like when I, (laughs) I forgot for a second, you do therapy too. Like you do all of the things. It's just amazing. So, um, yeah, I don't know how you handle it all, but you're incredible. Um, yeah. One of the reasons I wanted to, or one of the things I want to talk about today, just how our friendship has evolved over the years and um, just the story of church in all of that. Priscilla is an old coworker of mine. Um, we worked up in LA County um, at the guidance center together as therapists that would go into different schools and help kids and their families. Um, and we just kind of were a, a resource to each other in that time, just leaning on each other. Cause it was so hard in so many ways. And so I'm just so grateful for, for that. But then our friendship just kind of continued. I just um, over the years kind of felt God prompting me to just share my faith a little bit with Priscilla and, and she had had a faith background too, but I, you know, I knew she was kind of searching at the time. And, um, I just in different moments, um, would just feel God prompting me to just take a step of faith. And, um, you know, it's funny, I was just recording on Priscilla's podcast a few minutes ago. So that's, that's what we were just doing. But, uh, she was sharing a little bit about some, some questions that I had asked her. And I don't remember any of that. So it's incredible. Like even in those little things, how God was working. But the one time I do remember is, um, we went out, to eat this was years after we stopped working together but we would meet up there was four of us that would hang out and i remember priscilla and i got there a little bit early for some reason and i had um felt god kind of prompt me to buy her like a five year journal um to record because it was her birthday and it was to record the things that god was speaking to her because i could just see god's fingerprints all over her life and so um i remember feeling really scared to say that like it's fine to just give her the journal like you can use that for anything but i specifically said it's so that you can keep track of just how God is moving and how he's speaking and leading you. And I remember just thinking like she was going to hate me and like I would offend her and just make her so uncomfortable. Um, but I was faithful to do it and it's just crazy how those little seeds have now bloomed into her plugging into our church. And I mean, that's a whole story. Hopefully we'll get into that through our questions. I would love for you to share some of that with everyone. Um, but yeah. And then I ended up inviting her to, to our church uh, online during COVID and, um, it's just kind of turned everything around. So, um, yeah, let's start there. Um, and then you can kind of disperse your story in as, as it feels right. But what, like, so that was my perspective. I felt so awkward. I felt so uncomfortable, um, inviting you to church, uh, talking about God, all of these things. Like, what was it like on your end? What did you feel? feel? What was your perspective? What was it like to be invited to church? Why did you say yes? Um, And then any other moments that I would talk about God, how did you feel? I would just love to hear, have everyone just get a window into um, your mind in those moments.
0: That's so crazy. We did just touch on this on on my episode, but it's unknowing that that was something that you were like wrestling with in terms of like internal awkwardness. I, I, from what I can remember from day one, just um, remember feeling this like peace around you. Like whenever you talked, and even if we were stressed out, there was just like this calmness when you talked. And I I remember, that's why I think I gravitated towards the, the four or five of us that really got, you know, that stayed together and stayed close because most therapists have this, but there was something special about, the women that I gravitated towards that, I was like, oh, huh. In retrospect, they're all Christian <laughs> or a lot of them were for the most part. Um, And so I never felt any awkwardness when you spoke of your own faith, whether we were in the lunchroom or we were getting together for like happy hour or, um, you know, getting ready for some work event or something. I just felt this lightness around you and this when you did mention god i did not feel any pressure shame guilt condemnation like none of that ever i never felt like oh um well she thinks she's better or what like that was never like never even a thought process what i do remember thinking and feeling is like wow that's so incredibly cool how bold she is about her faith and like that she has this communication with God that I was like, I know I talk to Him, but it's different. I don't hear Him like that, you know. Like I did feel a some shame and 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 guilt in the walk that I was walking at that time myself. Not that you placed that in my heart in any way, shape, or form. And so, it, yeah, all I can say it was incredible to hear you talk about your faith and your relationship and your conversations with God. And then you would place and pose certain questions without saying God's name sometimes. And I think you did that intentionally. And it was just done so well and so beautifully where, where you would be like, oh, well, what do you think? Um, Why do you think that's happening or what? Especially when it came to boys, I remember that conversation. And I remember why you sent me that that five year journal. And I'll get into that in just a second but I was definitely not walking with God and making choices that were hurting me and harming me more by saying things, saying yes to things that I knew I shouldn't have at the time. But I I was, that was the thick of of where I was at and in the world that I was in. And I remember the way you phrased it was like, oh, so like, how do you think that's impacting you right now? How is that like, and I can't like, like, it was just the phrasing, like, how is that impacting you now? And how you're, you know, just seeing yourself in the world. And like, and it was just like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, that that's has a huge impact on, you know, because I've said yes to these things, because I've compromised the way I engage in relationship with men, like, oh, man, like, Like I'm the one like hurting here. Not, they don't care. They're not, (laughs) I mean, I don't know, maybe they're hurting in their own way, but like (laughs) in, in terms with my own, um, walk and shortly after I think was my birthday and you mailed me that five, um, five year journal, and you did state like, I just felt God asking me to send this to you. And like, you hopefully can write jot down what God is doing in your life, because we had already brought in God in that conversation to some degree. And I remember I was like, wow, that's, that's so cool. Like she heard God in this moment, like that, it was like, it was eye opening. It was like, like refreshing to hear that God would speak to someone else about me in the simple act of giving me a journal, you know, it, that it, it didn't have to be this big spiritual moment. Like I think God's saying, you know, which I think you could have as well, but it was just so simple.
1: Wow. I I want to keep hearing your story, but I'm just so impacted right now. <laughs> I, you were getting emotional when I was talking, I'm getting emotional and you're talking and um, yeah. I, Cause you know, One of the reasons I want to share this is to encourage you, mamas, so that you feel like you can be bold in your faith and you can go there and you know what we're called to do. But really, it's encouraging me right now because, like, none of this is about, like, wow, Brittany's so great, right? Like, this is God in me, this is the Holy Spirit working in me, and like, even just the words you're using, that's like. Those are characteristics of God, like peace and refreshing. And, um, like, so it's just, it's so such evidence that like, when we let the Holy spirit work in us and we, we just dwell in him, he, 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 he does this supernatural work and shines through us. And on, on the inside, right. Like I just shared, I felt like I'm so awkward. People are going to hate me. Like I, I'm worried I'm being too much. I'm worried. They're going to feel judged, right? All those things I already shared, but literally the, and that's the enemy. I mean, I'm just seeing this so clearly now, like that's the enemy whispering and trying to stop me because like, he doesn't want me to be sharing and be letting God's light shine through me. And so, but, but the, on the other side, like it's literally, you are experiencing God through me because that's what he does. So I'm just so encouraged to be like, okay, I got to be more bold. I got to keep going. Like it's just, it's so good. So I'm I'm just so grateful for, yeah, you sharing all of this. Yeah. yeah. And, and
0: I mean, to circle to the question of like when I got invited and how that felt, you know? um, So I, I thought this journal was cool and it was different than any other journal I had, you know, you write down like five lines per day and you flip the page and, you know, one year later you can circle right back to, you know, the day you started it. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I just remember I was like, thanks, Brittany. Like, this is amazing. Like, I, I can't wait. And I was going through like, I call it a little mini heartache, not a heartbreak <laughs> at the time, which I just thought was like, you know, I don't know, it was such an emotional time for me at the time um, when I started that journal. But it was just perfect timing and God's timing. And that was in 2019. And so I had been journaling for some months and felt some peace and some convictions. And I wrote some stuff down along the way, like, you know, um, I read back on them time and time again. And it's just kind of cool to see how even before I was fully accepting God's grace in my life, I started to, to jot down these um, just convictions. And, and it was just, it was slow, but it was like, God, I hear you. I just, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was amazing. So J- January, 2020 started and we all know what happened in 2020. Right. And so I felt this, like this immense desire to, to walk back into my faith. Like I can't even explain it. I have like a huge posted note, um, on that date when it happened, cause I needed more space than the five lines. Um, and I was just like, God, you know what I've been through and I I want to walk with you and closer, but I, you're gonna have to help me because I have no idea how to get back on track. And so January went along, um, and March hit, and before the shutdowns happened, our my family was just going through some of the most horrific, painful, like experiences I could ever imagine. Um, so by the time the shutdowns came i was just in so much pain and in so much grief um for for families lives that you know had passed not due to to covid and for a life that we had lost to like you know our political um system in in, in a deportation and so i was just i was broken and i was hurting and i think the black lives matter uh movement like just the the all of that was making way um I think it happened a little later like in May or so but one of those mornings it was a Sunday morning and I just I was you know I would wake up and have my version of quiet time before you know digging into like the Bible and the word I would just like wake up have a book or a journal and like play some like just meditative music or whatever um and I was I had just followed this Instagram poet writer. um, Oh my gosh, I'm going to blank on her name. Um, But she had prompted us to go through this writing exercise. And so I had just written like three different like creative writing pieces. And then I went to the journal and just, you know, kind of just closed out. And I texted you that morning because I was just in this place of gratitude. Like, like, oh my goodness, like I have this time and this space and dedicated kind of this routine. And had I not have this, I wouldn't feel as grounded in this moment, even though my life felt like shambles and I definitely was still making horrific choices at the time. Um, in that moment, I was like, oh, I just want to text Brittany right now, like just thanking her for giving, like out of the pain that I had a year ago, like that now seems insignificant because now this is real pain, but you know, like as I was labeling it, um, I have a place to to sit down and to process intentionally because I would journal before that but it was just sporadic and I text you and I just wanted to thank you and also like check in like I hope your family's doing well you know with this madness of the world that's happening around us and you invited me and it was I I still laugh and smile about your text because (laughs) I know it was just so funny because um it was kind of lengthy, and you were just, and I can hear the, like, like, oh, I kind of don't want to do this, this is so uncomfortable for me, but I want to invite you, and you just were like, um, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about you, and I'm so glad that you're the journal worked, and I wanted to invite you to church always, but you've always been so far, and now it's closed, and it's so perfect, and it's online, but also no pressure, like, I just, that's how I read the text.
1: I'm <laughs> sure then- that's how I felt when I wrote it, so... <laughs>
0: And like this, there was this innocence to it, like this, like light and innocence. Like it was just light. It wasn't like, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you need to come to church. Like, this is like, this is why you text me for it. And it was just, and like I said, because I had that conviction in January, like I want to step back into faith. And so when you invited me to join online and that you've always wanted to invite me and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like I never would have thought. She wanted to invite me like, you know, like it it was like like it was just like a interesting question. And then you were like, no pressure. Absolutely. Either way. But if you do, I would love to hear what your thoughts on it. And I was just like, yeah, let's go. Like what? I mean, it's Sunday. The next service was like about to air in a couple hours because I think I text you like midway through the first online screening showing or whatever. And so you sent me the link and I was like, well, literally everything else is shut down. Like what else do I, you know, like I have nowhere to go. <laughs> literally. It's like, I had asked God to help me and he was like, I'm bringing it to your home. Like church is coming to you. I'm not even going to church and I can watch from the comfort of my own home, my bed, my patio, wherever I wanted to watch. Um, I said, yes, I tuned in and I can't remember what the message was about but in that first time opening up and and watching online I was like oh wow there's something something different about this like I've not experienced church this way um with the worship and the message and I remember feeling a certain kind of way I don't know if I can say I like felt this full like oh I need to come back and I need it like but it was just this huh okay, I think I need to come back, right? It wasn't like a, I didn't feel that right away, but it was like, there was something there. And I and I think because of the way they spoke about what was happening in our world. And I didn't feel like there was any shame or condemnation of how people felt either way, right? Because the polarity was already beginning. And the way they spoke to that, like, I just felt like, okay, I can gravitate towards that. And like, I'm getting goosebumps because it's like, they're speaking truth that, I'm not hearing in other realms like it's all the other stuff on media was like yada 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 that person and yada 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 the other and I was just like oh cringe right it was just like I I could even social media which to me was like I have fun on social media I was like oh like I like I I can't with these spaces even though I had my own opinions but I was like I just can't with the throwing it in each other's face yeah um and so the piece about how they spoke about certain things and it's like. I was craving truth Mm. my entire life without the shame, without the guilt and the condemnation. And it's like, oh, I can hear it. And that's what I was like, the part where I was like, I think I need to come back. I need to give this a few more chances, not just like be like, oh, okay, that was fine. Or, oh, you know, because I I can't tell you that. I was like, oh my gosh, the most amazing service. I think there's been others where I'm like, oh, right. But that day I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. The truth was clear, and I I knew I wanted to hear more.
1: Wow, I, I, yeah, I just again love hearing your perspective. It's just so eye opening because just even in like, um, you know, this fear that so many of us have to talk about Jesus or invite people to church, like the uh, the the component we so often forget, and that what you're sharing about is that God is already working on the, in those people's lives. Like yeah. we're literally just the invitation, like you just send it. You just say it. We don't have to convince them. We don't have to like try and persuade them. We don't have to uh, be like the coolest person in the whole world. You know, like, like we just, we're just that little, little blip that God uses. And up until that blip, he's working and working and working. And like, like you said in January that he was already doing this new thing in you, that you felt this strong urge, which can only be the Holy spirit to, to get you back into faith, into the church. And so it's like, when we invite people, we don't see all of that. And, and all we can see is like, I think we, we look too much on ourselves. It's like all about us when we're trying to like invite people or share about Jesus, because it it feels like a lot of pressure on us, but literally there is no pressure. It's like just being that little, like almost like a cog in a wheel, right? Like God is doing all of these other things. There's this whole machine going on. And we're just like one tiny little tool in it. And God uses that tiny little tool to then like start the machine going. And so it's just such a, such a refreshing reminder that the pressure is not on us. Mm -hmm. It's not anything about us. It's just joining God in the story he's already created in their lives. Along with that, like, you know, as you have come into the church, um, I would love to know just kind of how being a part of the church has impacted your life and your walk with God. And I don't know if you want to share any of the story in that about, you know, how you kind of really got plugged in and, and, and that journey, but just kind of however, whatever you feel like sharing um, in terms of how the church has impacted you.
0: I think that the, the biggest thing after that was one, I kept showing up and two, you like checked in on me. Like you were like, Hey, how was that for you? And I was open, honest. Um, you know, I can't remember wh- um maybe what you recall of me texting but I think I said something along the lines like yeah I, I really like the way they spoke about xyz um and you kept kind of just being like okay well we'll be on too. like see you there kind of like uh, like as you would do in person right like see you at church uh, <laughs> and because you're tuning in you can kind of see who's like watching and you can comment I was never commenting at the beginning because I was like well no <laughs> not there yet um but what was really cool and which again only god can do for like the particular people that he knows he's like you know reaching at the way he needs to reach them um was that movement church or church was also doing after, after parties after these after watching online there was these zoom calls which you know after we call them after parties to to digest the the message and had these reflective questions which we don't do once church became live like and that's something we still don't do we we do it to an extent in connect groups but it's not something that you do immediately after watching the service which is something that I specifically needed and I'm sure everyone who was attending these after parties also needed but as a as a as a child coming back to to God I specifically knew I know God knew I needed that Mm -hmm. like space to digest the information rather than just like obtain it and, and have my moments with God, but I had somewhere to go with it and to, and to come with my questions, my vulnerabilities, and even my objections, because there was a lot of things where I was just still like, I don't know if I 100% believe or can get behind, um, certain things that I know the Bible says. And so I start. I think that that was the turning point, um, really for me to to allow the guards to come down I knew they were happening but I wasn't like I also was like like maybe you need a special invitation or I don't know what group I would join so I never wanted to really jump in on one until you brought it up to my attention because in those check-ins like you know you, you know there's the after parties too and I was like um and you invited me to the one you were attending and I again had one of those moments where like I was like okay well this would be a little bit more out of my comfort zone cuz I'm on a zoom call with a small group of people and and so I was like but what else do I have to do right like where there's not like anything's open um I'm getting this information I'm feeling a certain kind of way so I might as well come and I said I wanted to step into faith, right? So all these little steps, like you said, and mo- moments with the Holy Spirit. And um, and I was like, and you know what? And I'm going to show up. And I'm going to show up exactly as I am with all these questions because I also felt this, probably not God, but like this like spirit in me was just like, well, if they're Christian, they say who they say they are. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I want to be faced with it. Mom. And because I had my own... Reservations and stereotypes of Christians, even though I didn't have that from you, like I never got that from you, but the general population, right? yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, I showed up, kept my camera on, like I was, I was engaged, I was listening, I was asking questions, I was saying things, and I remember being very like, this is how I see it, and I don't know if I if I can say these things, call my, I was like, I can't call myself a follower because I know I'm not doing what God has called me to do. Like, I know I'm not following God. Like, and so I was like, I, I remember saying this a lot in those calls and in my heart was like, I, the last thing I want to do is be a hypocrite, say that I follow someone and then, or call myself a Christian and then not do the things that I know God is saying I need to do, you know, that, that was a big, and maybe that was part of the guilt thing as a Catholic, my upbringing a little bit not to say that all Catholics are like that, but my own walk in, in my, um, faith, religious background. Um, and I was met with compassion and love and grace and not once did I feel again, judged or condemned. And if anything, I just felt more welcomed. Um, and after those conversations, there would be multiple, if not almost every single time I would close my laptop and, just be in tears for you know a a good chunk of time and which i know is the conviction of the holy spirit reminding me of who god really is and not that everything else i was experiencing prior to me having a relationship with god was misconstrued lie
1: oh it's your story just gets me so excited every time there's so so many aspects of it and we're not even sharing you know there's so much more um and just some some of the things you were saying it just one just um reminded me that and even just maybe for the first time made me realize just how important the conversations are that we we need to press into because i think you know, at least for me and the awkwardness I felt about inviting you to church and talking about God, I sometimes would shy away from that and not want to follow up and not want to ask you how it was just like, drop it and run. Right. Like, you know, and so just hearing that, like those follow ups and those questions were actually helpful and led you to Christ. And, uh, and even just having the hard conversations about faith was so essential. And so making sure that we're open to that, because like you were saying that in those after parties, we could digest the sermon and have some of those conversations. And I don't know if we hit on any of those big topics, but just just being open with um, our friends to having those. Because I think, at least for me, I want to run from those a lot of times. Like they're scary. I don't feel like I have all the answers. I feel awkward. I I don't want to make them feel something weird. And so I sometimes... Don't leave myself available for that, and I don't, you know, like check in and say, "Hey, do you want to talk about this?" and um, go there. And so it's just so helpful. I'm just so convicted hearing all of this, being like, "Okay, this is where I need to like go more. This is where I need to press in," because this is part of helping people just find Jesus. And yes, Jesus is working in all these ways behind the scenes and connecting all these dots, but like, we need to be his hands and feet. We need to be that person that they can bounce things off of. And we don't have to have all the answers, but we just need to be there. And, um, God's going to use us in that and, and just that safe space. So, oh, there's just so much I learned from hearing your perspective and all of this. And, um, yeah, I'm just super grateful. Just hope that everyone was listening just feels... I don't know first of all if you're not in a church convicted like hey i gotta get my butt in a church because this is like the beautiful thing that's produced from it um and then also just all of us to have more boldness to invite our friends because this is also the beautifulness that they get to be presented with um and their journey is going to look different and it's going to take different twists and turns and it might be a while until they say yes but like this is what we're offering them we're offering them this hope this truth this peace this refreshing stream that cannot be found in the world and so we're never meant to follow God alone. Like it just doesn't work. So, um, I know I feel just convicted and inspired and encouraged just to be more bold. Um, and yeah, I hope all of you do too. And yeah, I just, am so grateful Priscilla just for your authenticity and, uh, your openness, just about your journey and about, um, what it felt like in all of these things. Um, it's just, it's just so great to hear. So, um, just as we wrap up, I would love for you to share how people can find you. And, um, if they want to hear podcasts or get coaching or all of the things, I know they're going to want to get to know you more.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me again. So, so cool. Um, But yeah, you can find me at Amiga Arise is the name of my podcast, most, you know, all streaming platforms. Um, You can also find me at AmigaArise.com if you want to learn a little bit more about just the therapy services or coaching that I offer. Um, And I'm a little active on Instagram, Amiga Arise. You can also find me on Facebook, but I'm just not that great at it. So (laughs) um, podcast, website. Instagram is probably the best places to find me. Um, but yeah, if you email me as well, um, right now it's Amiga rise at gmail.com. So I would be happy to, to hear about you and, and see that you were led to come check me out because you heard me, um, here on, on morning mama.
1: So good. I know, yeah, I know there's going to be people reaching out because you're just that that awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm so grateful. Thank you for your time. Thank you for just showing up and um, sharing your heart with us. And I can't wait to have you back soon. Love you, lady. Love you. Can't wait. Okay, mama, I told you Priscilla was so amazing and her story is so convicting, encouraging all of the things. And I'm just so honored to have her here. So I hope you felt the same things that I did. Um, And let me just pray for you. God, I just thank you for the insight that we've gained from Priscilla, that we just got to know what it feels like when we do that leap of faith and invite someone to church or speak about God. And I just thank you, Lord, that you got to give us this, this, behind the scenes look, Lord. And I just pray for everyone listening, God, that you would use it in our lives. You would embolden us, God, to just do more for you, to speak more freely, knowing that you're working through us. You're working behind the scenes, God, and that it's it's not, the pressure's not on us, Lord. It's it's just to be faithful with saying yes with the little things, and you are going to orchestrate all of those into a much bigger, more amazing picture than we can imagine. So God, uh, we just give our lives to you. We just pray you would just continue uh, using this message in our lives, God, to, to change the world for you, Lord. And we just love you, and we praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, Mama.
0: Okay, Amiga, as I told you, this episode was a treat for me. It was a treat to be on her podcast and get to talk all things about stepping back into faith and what that looked like for her and what it looked like for me at the moment and how God has just done a work in my life. And I know that God can do a work in your life and through your life with inviting people into faith and into community. So as you may have noticed, I also didn't do my typical intro and outro here. I let this episode be a little bit more organic coming from uh, Morning Mama podcast. So you know what to do. Subscribe, like, share, do all the things. It really helps me out. And I know that it could potentially be a blessing for someone else. So if it blesses your life, bless someone else with it. <laughs> Love you, friend. Hasta luego.